Hey, what that? Crazy noise today. Hurricane. 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 I say, a who day town? I crack it a bit Charlie, we start to. <laughs> How you go first just make we start the episode like that? You know, so we start the record. It cannot go 10 of the 10. So I need to come back to. You put the money. You see that shit you tell me. We move. Maybe my friend. Uh, I should say, ah, of course. I did write under the phone, not well. <laughs> What are you saying, fuck you, great Why then? <laughs> 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 oh, well. Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle, Africa's premier sports podcast. Uh, I'm joining the studio today with Van Gelder. Gerald, who was feeling very unwell and still. last two weeks. And I'm, I'm sure you are, bro. <laughs> and Smiley, how are you fellas doing? Especially the two <laughs> the two latter ones that I mentioned. Oh. Only out. That's how we are feeling. Only out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Ch- crack. Hey, sorry. Uh, Vagelda. Oh, I'm good. You don't I'm share good. that sentiment. Oh, personally, no, I don't think so. I don't think uh, father should lose his his income, and uh, you know. Abi adopted you. Abi adopted you. It's your father. Eh? He adopted you. You put no one make a go school and things. Please, only uh, him, please. You he, he has he has a, a big payout waiting for him once those orders have been given. But yeah, um, we'll start. <laughs> we'll continue. We'll continue where we left off two weeks ago. Another I'm loss. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could start with that as well. Because if bottom of the league, Norwich, after securing their first win, uh, managed to sack their manager or managed to give marching orders to their manager and Daniel Farker, who, again, they are very sentimental to leading them to the Premier League, being relegated and then bringing them back up. You know, if they are showing that much ambition, then, you know, <laughs> where does Manchester United go from here? I, w- I want to start by saying this. I don't think anybody would, or any any person who knows the club, or even from afar, would look at, at Woodward and say that he did a good job. If, for the life of him, he thinks that by holding on to... Uh, only Ghana and not giving him the money because he's leaving in a couple of months. So he still has that power to be able to sack a manager and then bring someone in. He may not even have to bring the person in, but I think that the best thing that he can do right before he leaves is just sack the manager and then go so that it is a fresh start. That's my only contribution to this episode. So, <laughs> crack, <laughs> what's going on? Um, first of all, I want to I want to say sorry <laughs> to a couple of people. I want to okay. say sorry to KO. I want to say mm. sorry for Kofi Tu Tre Tre. I want to say sorry for Kon, to Kondo. 
I want to say sorry to Philemon and all the Auntie Olis that apparently are the I. I mean, it's easier to be on the negative side because my United board that shit because you don't have to trust them for the beginning. But some of us choose to have faith and we saw signs, but later we've been proven wrong. I don't regret supporting Oli because he brought some fun times and all of that. But when you talk about Woodward, I mean, yes, his choice of coaches might be questionable when you say it may um, four field coaches so far and only being the fourth. And since he's going out, he doesn't want to really maybe sanction it or I don't know why they are delaying and all of that. But one thing about Woodward is the praise I'll give Woodward to is that like Charlie, regardless of anything, they've supported coaches in a way in terms of transfer budget. Only has been supported with almost half a billion pounds. He did his part. He didn't go out. He didn't go well. With Ole, the euphoria and everything and this nostalgia about um, old player, Ferguson way, she has done well, you get a job, blah, blah, blah. I don't blame Fergie, uh, I don't blame Woodward alone because most of the ex-players and even as the fans, when we won against PSG, were like, oh, this is because we were seeing terrible results and that. Not even terrible results. We, we had a bad stretch under Mourinho, but the constant fight... And, and throwing players under the bus in press conference and everything like it got exhausting, it got tiring, and the football got bad. You understand? But Moreno wasn't this bad. Morris never got the opportunity. He was just signed. He was just giving Fellaini and and Mata in January, and at that time Mata came. Look, he couldn't salvage the season. Van Gaal. Yes, it got to a time where Van Gaal's football was boring, where it was sideways, and we're drawing a lot. But he was sacked when he even won the FA Cup. He won the FA Cup and he was still sacked. Why are they still holding on so early? So because of this, Woodward, I'll give him an 80% fail mark. He has failed as a chief executive of United. We wish him well. And if he's going, he should go with only ASAP. Only out. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> coming off coming off the back of um another defeat i mean it was a tough run of games so everyone wasn't really hopeful um so if we go back to when the month started that was october they had atlanta coming up um they had atlanta who was the match liverpool atlanta again Spurs than City. And so, you know, you looked at those round of fixtures and you <laughs> you could just be nothing but hopeful that, you know, he could see it through. But then the signs have been there since last season that this is a team that isn't properly coached. This is a team that um, there seems to be no cohesion from the staff all the way down to the players. So, you know, when they say press, you have Greenwood initiating the press, then another person once he misses that press then another person then react and then you know that domino effect just continues to keep on going until a goal is scored it was captured perfectly by the uh the cater goal in the liverpool game the atalanta first first leg another comeback again not sustainable then you have spares after being sacked um earlier in the week uh what was that three nil yeah. 
yeah, reverting to a back three, which again you re, you are reacting. They, you, you, we know that there's not going to be any uh, thing that can be built on that. So you you have to push the pain barrier and know that this is a team that isn't built to have three in the back. If it, if, if it's a formation you want to uh, as a one-off, probably you could get a result. But you still took that game to Bergamo, and then you had another draw. Ronaldo coming up with the goods again. Not sustainable. Now, Smiley mentioned something last week that Pep <laughs> is the type of person that's, uh, you know, ruthless. Because Liverpool got to a point where... Fucking bald, you know, man. <laughs> they were respectful. This one, I can say for a fact that Pep was being merciful. He just wanted to keep the ball. Because the way that we're set up, it was like he was looking more at the amount of passes completed rather than scoring okay. goals. Okay, oh, sorry, see, oh, sorry, see, sorry, okay, oh, I do what oh, you're saying. I mean, make, let me just ask this question. Then you can continue. Was he trying to keep the ball or was he confiscating the ball? <laughs> <laughs> see, KO, KO, like, do you know, do, do you know why he broke me yesterday? Even though I was already broken. Yeah. Look, I have seen mm-hmm. us play against Man City during Ole's time kicking. And we've never been this poor. We've never been this bad. We've never gone long stretches without attacking and without even playing well. Or even forget about the goal. But there were long we had one shot look, on target. There were long okay. there were long stretches where look, they weren't touching the ball. That three back against Peck is so wrong. Like, how do you play against a team? Who, whose main strength is playing a lot of ball handlers and midfielders in the team without a striker. And you go with three centre-backs and you go playing five backs where when they have the ball, there's only one player against three defenders and most of the, most of the time they are useless. You always need to stretch Pep's team. You know, always, every sensible coach knows this, that, look, you need to play with weight. But then, Charlie, the man, the man look, Ole was just relying on hope at the end. Like, something should happen. Ronaldo should do some magic again. Look, it was so poor. When we switched to even three and, and four back, which he shouldn't have taken Bailey, it was Maguire that should have come off. We still... Look, you saw us playing well, even possessing the ball well, but we still couldn't sniff Edison. The three back in the in the first half, hit us and he hit us big time he should have never gone for that this is a desperation tactic and I don't know what the board are looking at like I'm tired see let me just say this the three back in itself is not actually the problem because we've seen Chelsea beat City like three times in a row with three back as you were saying is the stretching of the play and all that so he could have gone with a 3-4-3 even though the 3-4-3 and I don't know if he has the tactical uh, knowledge to Execute the 340 because the United team, the way it is, that's one of the reasons why I'm even fed up with Ole because this United team has the 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 playing United. This United team has the quality to play so many different um, formations at a high level. So, so many, so many. The three back. The main problem with the three back, I would say, is that it works when Varane is available. Because one thing you notice, I don't think Ole knows his team as well as he should. Because if you notice, Bayi never does well when we play him in a three-back. He never does well when we play him in a three-back. And the second thing is that Bayi's bad performances always come 
when he's on the pitch with, Lin- with Lindelof. But he usually plays well when you pair him with Maguire. I've not seen him with other defenders enough to say he's good with other defenders, but Bay usually plays well with Maguire. He and Lindelof are just not compatible. We've, we've seen it time and again, and that's the unlucky thing for Bay because they keep pairing him with Lindelof in certain games, and that's when he doesn't do well. And then it resets all the progress he's made in previous games. If he's played well in the previous game, he played with Lindelof, and then he does... Oh, let me resist. <laughs> So that's two things. Playing by in a three-back is a bad idea all the time. And playing by with Lindelof is also a bad idea. So if Varane isn't available, you might as well just go back to four at the back and then do whatever you have to do ahead of them. Do your McFred if you can't survive without them. I don't know what those two have done to Ole, but it looks like you can't survive without them. So if you are going to do it, do it. But Buying a three-back and buy with Lindelof is always a bad idea. So the three-back in itself against City wasn't actually the problem, but the the people he, who were available to execute it were the problem. I think the problem is that, as Smiley has said, I agree totally. It's like Ole doesn't know his players and the strengths and weaknesses of these players. So if you are playing a three at the back, you should, it gives you, yes, of course, it gives you that extra man at every point in time if you are able to, if you want to play a way out of trouble or whatever. But you have players that can play out of the back. So, how are you going to execute that? that you see, uh, okay, sorry, when you're done. Yeah, you know, how are you going to execute that when you can't play out from the back? I remember that during the game, there was a whole stretch. Uh, Maguire just kept giving giving the ball away. He gave the ball away. He gave the ball away. So many times. Like, ah. Then the United fans started telling them, stop playing out from the back and just hoof it long because you can't play out from the back. You know, and I, I struggle to see how this guy is a manager. Because if people are sitting in Adabraka, Osu, Teshi, and other places and can tell what is wrong with Manchester United, you want to tell me that only the social who works with them are current in Usenyefa, every every day doesn't know and he can't so if he doesn't know then there's there's even a bigger problem than we all thought they should sack him and ask him to refund the money they paid him as coach and and to add to add what van, van gelda is saying you, you and, will and, add sarak oh oh me now yami the sick the sickest the sickest was sick two weeks ago there yeah, right now yeah see there sir oh the gloves are off like Charlie. <laughs> look right did the ole for me time first round knockout i swear to god <laughs> see you see what smiley they talk about the three back or the five back or the three five two that we played or three whatever that we played that it didn't work out. It'd be five defenders, boss. I have a problem with that because, look, when you talk about Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea have the personnel for it. A good left wing back. Uh, 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 um, this guy, um, Alozo. Even without Alozo, Chilwell. Right wing back. You have um, um, this guy, Rich James. You understand? And with their front three, they don't have a number 10 like Bruno. They have three players that run and stretch play. In the midfield, they have two players that can hold on to the ball and carry the ball. They have Kovacic, and they have Jorginho, and they have Kante. These two people are naturally good footballers. Fred and McTominay, enough said. You already know my... So, when you know that these two people in that 
yeah, you are trying to say they should shield the defenders, right? When they are supposed to shield the defenders as well and be an extra man when you are under attack, or the defenders to also cover up for, for them when they are under attack, where does that leave Wan Bisaka? We all know Wan Bisaka's deficiencies. He's not good attacking wise. So, one, that formation doesn't even work for Wan Bisaka. Because Wan Bisaka's natural instinct is to defend. So, why are you even playing that right wing back with him there? Look, then you have McTominay and Fred. When they get the ball, they don't know what to do. Because there are no patterns of play. Thirdly, you have Maguire, who isn't even good on the ball uh, as compared to uh, Christensen or Thiago, Thiago, Thiago Silva. Even when you switch, uh, you don't even use Thiago Silva. Even Chaloba, Seth, is better on the ball you than see, Maguire. Me, I don't like Maguire. Everybody knows that's me. He's my worst. Uh, he's the player he's the most in the team. But whenever he plays for England in the three-back, he's usually the one coming out of the defense with the ball. So, He's not yeah, the poor progressor. Yeah, so he's not he's not that bad that he can't play in a three back progressing the ball when um Varane isn't well, around. I, so for I, that I, one, and I, even I, the, 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 the thing sorry, about sorry the, the the thing about the wing backs too is that it's about like again, it's about only trusting certain players because he doesn't trust certain players. You can the same way when Chelsea are playing their three back, they usually play Alonso, even though he's not good defensively. Uh-huh. But he also decide to play Teles, and just because Teles is also not good defensively, but he's also good attacking wise, and it would even help Ronaldo even more if you are using Teles because Teles hits more. Oh, Smiley, uh huh, and Smiley, not to also catch you. You remember Ole's successful <laughs> three back was Shaw in the three back, right? Shaw in the left center back row. Yeah. Thank you. So, so the thing is that Continue. he has the personnel to play the formation. He just doesn't know who to put there. That's the problem because even at right wing back, that's all. At right wing back, you can put Dalo there. The same way um, other teams when they play there, because the thing is, you, if you are playing three back, you already have enough bodies there. You don't have to. You don't have to prioritize their yeah. defensive for the right wing back and left wing back. They don't have to be excellent defensively for them to play well. In the, that's why I using three back for that uh, extra defensive cover. Eh? So. Hmm. Actually, if we talk about this guy, we we'll go on. Because if you do that, because your right wing back and your left wing back are supposed are supposed to be attackers and add to the attack, so you stifle the attacker right now. You leave them hanging over there. I agree, and so also, fact, even when Chelsea started learning, when Chelsea started learning how to play right back under Antonio Conte, we didn't have all the personnel for for it. So what did he do? He converted Victor Moses into a, left, a right wing back. You got Marcus Alonso to come in as a left wing, uh, a left wing back, and then Cahill is very bad at, uh, at the three at the back. But he, what did he do? He converted uh, what's his name Aspilicueta Aspi. into the right-handed centre back, and Thank Cahill you. to the left-hand side. Because and you see, whenever Maguire does well in England, yeah, and I, I'm just trying to Maguire does well in England because there's John Stones and uh, what's Kyle Walker. Walker. Kyle Walker is speaking and telling him, stand here, do this. They are the ones who are instructing. They are the ones who are organizing. It's not Maguire. Captain. So he, he, he is just comfortable getting the ball and coming forward and passing because he doesn't have to do the work of, quote-unquote, leading the back line. That's the job of John Stones. However, in Manchester United, he's the captain and he has to lead the back line. So all of a sudden, it's like he doesn't know how to multitask. Do I lead the back line or do I do my normal thing, which is bringing the ball out? At the end of the day, he, he is a jack of all trades, so he's a master of man and he's not able to do any of them. So he just plays a terrible game. To be honest, 
I don't know why he's he, he played Maguire first in Leicester, especially when he was injured. Clearly, you can see that he's not fully fit. Yo, that, was, that was wait, poor coaching. That was poor coaching. Wait, wait, wait. Leicester was in a three back when Maguire was there, yeah? Yeah, but in the first place, no, Maguire was should have been given no, the no, chance. No, 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 no. They weren't all. The time Maguire okay. came up, this guy, um, Hoot, Hoot was, had left. So it was just him and uh, Morgan for a while before they moved. He wasn't in the He was partnering yeah, He wasn't in the Before, yeah. yeah. So you mm-hmm. two, so you, you know, his final season. But I'm even talking about when uh, Man United played Leicester recently. And then, apparently, Rashford was sick when they came back from Bergamo. And he didn't train the whole week. He, even, he just joined the team yesterday morning. And they and played him, him again on, yesterday. I don't believe that. Of coach, what kind of coaching is that? And you think the players will give you their all? Look, it's so annoying that... That three back with um, Shaw had left with Barkley. Even Ateta adopted it by playing uh, uh, this, uh, um, is it this Scottish uh, left back? What was his name? Tierney. Uh, Tierney. In that left, yeah. left, what, what, left center back. No, 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 no. In the last left center back, the three the three defenders, he played Tierney there. You understand? He played Tierney mm-hmm. there. So it's actually like, like, like people. Because he got Gabriel, guy, which left footed naturally. He doesn't have to play Tini there. In life, in life, in life, when your time is up, you run your course, that's all. What's the name of that guy? The one they don't like. The the left back they brought from Schalke. Even he plays left uh, left center back. Yeah, Kolasinac. So that's what I thought. But then you make 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 we move on. Mm. Everyone talking twenty minutes. I know one day at you. Chelsea seemed to be on track. Mm? Okay, I mean it was a on track. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to, you know, mm-hmm. dominate, dominate the league up until yes, Christmas yes, then. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Yes, so what people put it on with by first humility? Do you agree? Okay, do you all agree there's a gap between us, Manchester and Liverpool? Do you we agree? are the Champions League no. holders. So no, you are the Champions League winners, yes. Yeah. So why are you talking you about the, the Champions of Europe? You, you are the Champions of Europe. Are you two are you two our the last time we won the Champions League? If you not beat Pep back to back to back, you won the Champions Wait, League against seeding the least goals of You not jump back to back to back. Well, wait, which which kind of gap again? There's a gap. In the league, <laughs> <laughs> there's a gap, mom. You the creator, um. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, surprising draw, Charlie. Listen, the Premier League game, very, 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 very annoying. Tough, tough, tough. That's all I'll say, it's annoying. But then I just want to speak on, on the news around the league right now. Uh, there seems right. to be upcoming managerial appointments at Newcastle. They've identified Eddie Howe yeah. um, as their next replacement. He was spotted at the game yesterday, seated next to Amanda Staveley. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I like Eddie Howe. I've been saying it for a while. I've said it for a while that if if United wanted to go for another English hey, coach... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm here. And I'm here. Stop right there. Right now, yeah. But here we did. Here we did. Here we did. If this man managed, oh, if this man managed to keep Newcastle in the Premier League for next season and is given the watches, 
then that's when we properly judge him. Because given the uh, resources which he had at Bournemouth and the expectations of trying to stay up whilst also, you know, playing attack, uh, playing football on the front foot, he had his tie, he had at least one hand tied behind his back. But then this upcoming job, I feel like, will give him the platform to be able to showcase what he's capable of. If he feels that, let me tell I'll be like, I'll do a crack and come back and come apologize to every single person that, Spencer especially. Spencer, I, 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 I swear by Eddie Howe in front of him, but you'll be cool. Uh, also, Conte is back mm. uh, after Nuno Espirito Santos lost his job after the um, United loss. He took on one game. Um, Conte has taken on one game against Vitesse in the Europa Conference. That game ended 3-2. Sounds close enough, but then if you look if you look closely, there were three red cards in the game. And uh, the like you have one half, all three goals managed to come in. The Vitesse fight Charlie the game just be crazy. Right now they're playing against Everton and drawing. Doesn't seem to be that much creativity in the game. Benitez seems to be stifling them. And so I think that it might end in a draw or one of them mm-hmm. might snatch a late win. Mm-hmm. Am I am I missing anything else from the Premier League? Because yeah, the manager is sacking of the Norwich coach. And, uh, oh, yeah, that, that one too. Um, I mean, coaches and, are showing and, and, ambition. And the Villa Teams are showing ambition. Teams are showing ambition. And so we've spoken about Daniel Farker, but then Dean Smith sacking, losing mm-hmm. five games, on, or not winning five, not winning in five he's games. Lost, he's given lost the five man, games. He's lost five clutch. games. Yeah, and, and given the money which they spent this season, just not good enough. And right now, again, I've come to state emphatically. Clubs have to stop thinking with emotions when it comes to this thing. That, that model no longer exists. Where you want to give a manager time to be able to turn things around and all that. If it's not working, it's not working. They're costing you money. Because you, 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 you want the fans' money. The fans will only watch the teams if they feel like they are, they are contributing too much. Newcastle mm-hmm. weren't getting anywhere with Steve Bruce. The mm-hmm. guy is a proper Jordy, but then they let him go. Mm-hmm. Daniel Farker. Brought them to the Premier League, got relegated with them. It's trying to keep that, trying to stay. And they're like, now nah, you have to go. Dean Smith, who so who who was there for the American Revolution at Villa, managed to bring them up and uh, still lost his job. Sometimes have good memories, old memories. Who that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My TV night, come on. You did why? You know you why? You know you can't take a TV where you did. Yeah, I mute up. I mute up where I don't know my my uncle hit the remote. But you know me. I just wanted to mention something. But yeah, on the, the Conte thing, me I don't go lie. It pay me. Conte isn't someone who I owe. If this was like a year ago or something, Conte wouldn't have been my first choice as a replacement, as a possible replacement for Oli. But it's, it's just I've a pain. Seen the way the team has. Yes. Yeah. The main reason why it's paining me now is for the fact that the, all the reasons why I didn't want Conte, that's what my manager is now trying to do. So he might as well just get the person who is good at doing it to come and implement it himself. We are playing three back. Simple. Which, is one of, which was one of the things that I didn't want to see United doing again because I felt like we'd gone beyond that. Now my manager is doing that. We are playing defensive football. 
which is one of the reasons why I didn't want Conte. Now my manager is doing that. So if you are going to do all those things, you might as well get the person who is the expert at doing it. And then we know that at least we are going to see a coherent uh, style of play on the pitch instead of this style that you, you, you can see that He's seen other managers use it and it's worked for them. So challenge me to make her do some and see whether they work. And the main the main thing that made me see that this guy doesn't actually know what he's doing with this three back in particular is when against City, he puts Bruno, Greenwood, and Ronaldo together. Because you could tell that Imagine. against Atlanta, they combined for that nice goal that Ronaldo scored first. So you could see that Ole just saw that one and he said, hmm, this podium connects nice, so make her just play them again and then they could do them again. They, Ole, that be all they, you know. They, 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 they can do know. something. Yeah, they, they can, can do, do something. something. You've not touched them anything, but you see they combine, so yeah, maybe they go for recreator. So actually, Conte, they pay me, and for the fact that he's going to another EPL team and he's just coming to make the league even harder than it was before. It's, 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 a, it's a painful thing for me. And and to even and to even as a they add up plenty to support add up. Conte signed an eighteen months contract. You understand? Conte no, they can't say three years or anything. Conte is a world class coach. Me, I'm not a fan of Conte. I'm not a big fan of Conte. But I know when this guy comes, he's going to work those lazy ass players that were so comfortable under under Oli. In that 18 months, in that 18 months, with, that within guy go three fit, days. That guy go fit do something small within, as you say, within three days. Like then, at the one make it come, make it just can't shake them, make it make them no, yeah, great, the, make them make what, them wet. What, what are the talk we say? Within three days of his appointment as Spurs, the players just fall over. They say the guy be too much. They know the fit. See, as a Chelsea fan, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. I'm not gonna lie. I'm worried. I'm worried because I know exactly what this guy is capable of. That guy know the take fitness joke. Where this one plays See, when past. he came to Chelsea, when he came to Chelsea, his first season, after the preseason, they spoke to John Terry and he said he thinks this is the fittest he has been ever in his career. And he hasn't run as much as he's run in the what five weeks or whatever that they spent with Antonio Conte. When he comes, he kicks the ball to somewhere. Just go and bring the ball. When you go and bring it back, then you kick it there again. Go and bring the ball. You will run, sir. There was a time Charlie Musonda ran so much. When they finished the session, he just collapsed to the ground. He couldn't. He couldn't. And for that, if we won't see anything about space, they will become extremely hardworking. Extremely hardworking. And if a team is extremely hardworking, they already halfway to winning the match. Already, and, and, if you have if you have sprinkles of quality in Son, Kane, Look, Celso, they will, or, they, uh, when 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 he figures out what the right, I, I watched the game against Vitesse, and I realized, mm, you know, he's trying to feel. He will take five matches or something to figure out what the right pairings at the back would be, who is good for the wing backs, and which pairing at the middle. Will be after the, the front, it will be Son, Kane, and Mura. Those three will be there. But the middle and Mura. then the wings and the back three, he, he will need time to figure out the players there. If he doesn't have the players, he will manage what he has. January, he will go and bring a terrorist. <laughs> he, will bring, he will bring somebody, somebody with the wrong side a of the actually, it will work a, for a year, A 33 year old terrorist to come and solidify his team. And that's when. You know, this appointment is very smart. You know, we are going into international break. 
a chunk of the Spurs players won't go and play for their country. So he will get them for two weeks to be running about at their training pitch. I'm afraid. Whoever's playing Tottenham after the international break, they are not ready. Okay. Uh, I think we can end there. Wait, wait, just wait, wait, wait. I just wanted oh, to no, ask. No. Wait, wait I want touch on. I just want touch small on Daniel Farke. There we go. Go on. I beg you. I think Norwich listens to this podcast. I think they do. Because me, then I say make them suck the guy. Make them suck up. So we could that be all. <laughs> Arguably one of the worst teams in the Premier League. A lot of people don't like them, but then they clearly feel like they have a place in the Premier League. Um another managerial sacking with Barcelona. Uh, hmm. Sacking Coleman after was it the Valcano game? I, I, I would like yeah. to think so. Like yeah. to think. And decided to bring in Xavi. Now, I think that was always their long-term plan. After he felt that he was ready to uh, take over the club, then they'll give it to him. But then given the circumstances, he just finished winning the league in Qatar, and so. He felt, and his club is in trouble, so he feels like he ha- he can come through and manage the club out of danger and at least get them back to where they belong. Now, <clears throat> I want all of you to discuss, or not discuss, but like just comment on it. Whether timing is right or whether he's taking it too early, but then they should, because, because this is their long-term um, target, whether they stick with them as long as they want to. Because I don't think any, like, just give him the contract for him to do the job. Then get into six months, you reassess everything. I think coach, I think clubs, clubs, they are better run clubs who know the vision or at least have an idea of the way they want their club to be. And so whoever they bring in has to match that vision. Xavi clearly knows the club, club captain, oversaw a great amount of success in the club's history. And so, you know, he would also want to prove a lot. He has done a lot in Qatar. People love his footballing brain, studied under Pep Guardiola. Like, there's so much going for him that Barca shouldn't shouldn't dare make that mistake of being sentimental. And, you know, if things don't really go right, then all of a sudden it's like they are stuck between a rock and a hard place. They They have to clearly outline what they want to do if this manager is the right fit for them, then, you know, they proceed and then um, uh, they stick behind him as much as they can so that they get the, uh, the, 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 the intended results. I mean, that, that's, that's my comment on it. So whoever wants to go first, yeah, go. I think that they've, they've gone... I think Javi might be a good coach. Actually, I don't know. It's just this very weird feeling. I think he will do well for them. I think even if he doesn't win anything, he will stabilize the club. You know, more like like what Frank Lampard did for Chelsea, like what Ole has done for United to an extent. You know, Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll have to add one thing. <laughs> Apparently, Norwich is eyeing up Lampard to come and take them. That would be a very there. good idea. That's a very, very good idea. Uh, uh, yeah. Relegation is cemented. You will put on trust, Frank. I think you do well with Norwich. Okay. You go top 17th. But that's cool. Anyway, but as I was saying, yeah, like he, he will probably just get them in line 
you know, take out the players that are not necessary, bring in much better quality players, and get them playing as it, as as Barcelona once again. Maybe he may not be able to win trophies. Maybe he'll make mistakes along the way. But that's fine. I think he might be a good appointment. I, I, I've not followed his outside team. Also, like, it's, it's Qatar, actually. And no, nobody cares about that. So, I, I don't know how good he is right now. But I think it will be a good appointment for Barca. I think they will do well at Um, For me, I, I, I think he's a good manager. Considering his record, even though, like you said, it's Qatar. And one thing that needs to be said is that outside is the Qatar government's team. So they have the number one ah. team for Qatar. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are the number ah, one ah, team. But, but why did you say this at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> why did you tell me say he the coach he the coach the default first team? The default, the default national team. <laughs> they have the government's team. So if they are winning everything, like... They don't be the number one team. I just the referees so or they were there on the side and So that's one thing that needs to be said. Even though, like, from the few clips I've seen from them, they seem to be playing nice football over there. So yeah. you can't take that away from him. And some some people might say it's even harder to implement that style of football among inferior players. So if he's able to get those players playing that type of football, then imagine what he can do with better players. But actually, it also feels a lot like he's taking, like, an impossible job right now. Because, this Barca job, this is the worst possible time to take this Barca job. People, I've seen a few people draw comparisons with when Pep took over Barca the first time. Shelly, there's nothing similar about... There's nothing similar about the two situations. Pep took over Barca. I think a lot of people like to downplay how good Barca were back then just to boost what Pep did. Pep did a good job. But Barca wasn't as bad as people make it seem. They had won the Champions League about two years before. They had won La Liga about two years before. They are making it seem like a small gap here in between makes the team bad. They are are going to the Champions League final just... the Champions League semi-final just the season before. So that Barca team was by no means a terrible team. But anyway, Xavi is taking over a very difficult situation right now. Because as of now, you don't even know if they can sign players next summer. Because they are still very, even though they've let they've uh, taken Messi's wages off their wage bill and every, everything, they are still not out of the woods with regards to their situation. Griezmann, remember, hasn't actually been sold. It's just a loan with an obligation to buy. If he continues the way he started the season, I don't think Atletico will take his wages on full-time because he hasn't actually started the season too well to justify a what, 50 million transfer next summer with his what, 400,000 euros a month week wages. So they, are, they aren't out of trouble at all. Things And uh, they might not be able to sign players like I think Van Gerda mentioned that uh, they will sign a few players. And next summer, they are probably going to still be looking for um, bargains, try and get a few free transfers who are available, try and get like some... They are, going to, they are not going to be shopping at the top end of the market. They are not going to be in the running for the Haaland's and for the Mbappe's and all those people. They are going to be looking for like low-level players. And Chile, those are the players that you can do a proper rebuild with. So, you might be a good manager and everything, but the situation you are taking over would be a bad situation. That would overshadow how good you are. So, even though he's a good, I think he's a good manager, actually, 
I'm I'm struggling to see how he would survive, how he would do well at Barca. And by doing well, Barca, they their standards are very high. Doing well means win the title. Anything else? Right now they are desperate. The Barca fans are desperate. But but, finishes, but, 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 maybe, um, but but with what Smiley was saying here, like I agree to some extent, but if I'm focusing on the footballing side. I can compare the situation to Lampard's situation when he came to Chelsea. Because of the transfer ban in his first season, there was low expectations for him. Xavi is going to be in the same situation. Look, it's not only because of the transfer ban, look, it was also because Hazard had left. And yeah. look, with Barca, they still have an exciting team with young, talented players, which Koeman didn't know how to use them. There's, there is this thing where they have this Barca way. Where even some of you can say it might be a myth or editor, but Xavi was at the heart of it. You understand? And coaching these young players who know Xavi and saw him win trophies with the team and how he played with his philosophy, they'll buy into it. Sometimes change is good, sometimes change is bad, but this will be a positive change for them. Because I've watched matches where, look, these players are. Look, Koeman is not good, too, but these players were letting Koeman down. Ansu Fati was in the box. He could have passed the ball for somebody to score. He decided to play uh, <laughs> overhead uh, kick where he went white. It was a stupid play. When you have a respectable coach, you're not there. A coach where you know they, all the fans are behind him. The fans who support Zabi from the one. So anybody who there will have anybody there will have to buy into his philosophy because right now he's coming to be their savior. Because Omuniska, Omunishi. So right now he's the only hope and it could work in their favor. La Liga is a, is not a league that is like England where you have a lot of money inside, so they are pumping into superstars and things. Most of what they do is they do well with inferior players. It's all about coaching. You watch their teams play and you realize, look, this is a philosophy, this is a world thought formation, and this is a world thought plan they are executing. And you don't, most of the players, mm. you don't even know their name. They are promoted for an academy and things. Secondly, it, that's also work in this favor. You understand? He has all the tools to do it, but then the board is shit. But I think Xavi could do well. Because I said, regardless of the Qatar team being the number one team over there, I've seen clips, even with the DIU, where their passage of play, wow. Brilliant passage of play. Maybe they might be playing with against a very shit team, but to execute plans, sometimes it's not all about the team. It's about the players executing it. It's about players being smart enough to do it. It's not foolish players. And with this young Barca team, which has talent, Charlie, he can actually come back. Right now, all he has to do is push Barca into the top four. And he has done his job. Top three, he has done his job. And I think change, this change will help Barca. And it will be good because they still have young players over there that will excel. And also, let's not discount the, uh, the fact that they have some of their academy players in there who like have big respect for Javi. He might he may even be like an idol for some of them. And when you have like this this again, using the Lampard example, someone like Mount, someone like Abraham, someone like Tamori, even though at the latter stages was he and Lampard had bad A. But when you have a, 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 a legend of the club coaching you when you are from the academy, there's this uncanny attachment to do well just for him. You understand? And owing that the current, the new uh, president of Barcelona. His preference for manager was Javi. 
it will also not be difficult for Xavi to get like the fans or the needed support from the board that he needs to run the club effectively so that Barca will do well. So, like, if you look at all of this, it cannot get worse than what it is now at Barcelona. It, I, I genuinely don't think so. Uh-huh. The clubs are the club are shambles on and off the pitch. At least maybe Xavi can stabilize them on the pitch uh-huh. whilst the new administrators try to get them stabilized off the pitch. And then in the end, Barca will just come back to normal. Personally, I'm very happy. And long may it continue where they are right now, but like, <laughs> they are a big club, okay? They will come back soon. <laughs> All right. Or All never. Right. <laughs> if you haven't already, please follow our Twitter account, ITW Podcast GCR, and give us feedback on our episodes by either mentioning the handle or using the hashtag ATW GCR. Um, I don't know what I'll make with do NBA because ideally you should be crack, 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 just forgive quick, you know. Quick rundown of what's going on. But then... <laughs> crack, you what do up? In Lakers, the tires Anyways, anyways, the NBA season is back and it's still kicking and we are seven games in and the Golden State Warriors is actually with a 6-1 record in the West where it's really surprising because people didn't really believe they were going to make it in the finals. But right now, they are playing very well. And you go back to the East where you have Philly playing very well. You have the Bulls playing very well. And you had uh, um, the Nets struggling and right now they are picking up. You also had the uh, Suns. Suns, the Phoenix Suns also struggling in the West by a couple of games. They picked up. And I think with this season, you're going to see a lot of dark horses in the playoffs or in the playings. So watch out. And the games are getting faster and thicker. I don't want to talk about the Lakers, but next time you win, <laughs> you will hear from us. Thank you very much. <laughs> United is stressed. Also, Fook is stressed. Lakers is stressed. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't talk about how I'm tired. Don't talk about how you are so you, bad like that. Even, you, even, you even, even the girl where I want to make it turn the love of my life to distress me. I can't make Ah, Charlie. Oh. I can't Make we just end up quick here. GCR uh, is having a live podcast event coming the end of the month. Uh, you should have seen hey, the DJ. promo video. <laughs> DJ. DJ Charlie, what kind of fucking shake. smiley give me no? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hey, hey, break that booty, 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 booty. Break that booty, booty, booty. <laughs> DJ booty shake, put, put, DJ booty put, bounce. Put, 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 put. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go, I go day the uh, smiley go day the crack go day the, as well as uh, other hosts as well. Uh, you can buy your tickets online. Uh, you look look out for the various links. It's happening at the Nubukiv Museum or Foundation on the twenty seventh of November. Charlie, we will see you guys for them. It'll be Sunday, Charlie. At least make a <laughs> sleep small before the week they can't end. International breakthrough is coming up, so that means that we would return, I think, just in time for the next round of um, league games. Yeah. So, <sighs> Charlie. Do we, so we have to return with... if Ole is inside? We don't even go He's inside. Not getting, I don't know what you mean by if Ole is inside. The guy is not getting sacked. The guy yeah. say we get better after international game. Oh, oh, yeah. Enjoy your hopefully, time. Yeah, no problem. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we will have better news or the best news by the time that we come back. By the time that we come back, hopefully I have the best news. Charlie, you guys, thank you for coming through. Thank you for listening thank with you us. For thank you for staying with us. Uh, Charlie, we'll see you guys later. ATW, dominate the conversation. Thank you. Uh.
Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.